0: This is a Dalina University production. Uh, Welcome, all of you, to this lecture on Chinese thinking or Chinese philosophy. And this will merely be a very short uh, introduction to an introduction, really, Uh, where we will talk a few things about uh, some main differences between uh, how we think and how we could say they think in terms of um, balance and harmony and wisdom. These are sort of the words that we will use today. Um, when talking about China and Chinese thinking or the East, if you want to use that word, uh, there are a few things that we need to keep in mind uh, here at the very beginning. And I would like to somebody to help me show a picture where we can Uh, see something very <clears throat> typically chinese um, a painting with some uh, trees and some i don 't know mountains rocks um, haze mist and uh, and clouds. If we take this as an example, then we can see that we don't have very clear lines we don't have very detailed descriptions. This is merely like a suggestion rather than assertion. We suggest, we get a feeling, we get a glimpse of, rather than this precise description of this scenery. Thank you, that should be enough I think. Uh, When we uh, talk about uh, Chinese philosophy we will see that we uh, have some similarities. In our part of the world, we think in terms of polarities, uh, you know, uh, black, white, male, female, um, high, low, dry, wet, and so on. And if we take a few of these, uh, if we make a, a list, you know, if I say, I don't know, white, you also know that there is black. If I say um, good, you say bad. bad. Uh, if I say, I don't know, male, mm-hmm. female, etc. We are familiar to this, and in China they are familiar to this. They, they think in a similar manner. We have this tradition of polarities where we look at things as either or. Either white or black. And what is surprising is that in China they also divide the world in polarities in, in a similar manner. But they think in a different way. And this is what we will talk about today. We will talk about different, uh, different types of, of course. When we see this, we say, well, of course, and when they see it, they also say, of course, but for them, it is another, of course. If we uh, take our tradition from this part of the world, and this part of the world, I mean, Europe, Northern America, this Judeo-Christian tradition, uh, we can see that we have some kind of, Uh, thinking that things can be 100% something or 100% something else. And if we take a sort of example here, uh, if we take heaven uh, the idea of heaven is, as I suppose anyway, uh, something that is only good. We want to go to heaven. And then the opposite would be Hell, yeah. Uh, And the idea of heaven and the idea of hell, that is what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the the objects or the entities. I'm talking about the word. The word heaven uh, by definition means only good, I suppose. And hell means only bad. We don't want to go to hell, we want to go to heaven. This is a place where it is 100% good. Can, Can you follow me so far? Yeah. And hell in a similar manner, it is not like hell is okay on Tuesday afternoons or something like that, it's, it's always bad. That is sort of the, uh, how, we, how we view these terms. Uh, when a Swede sees this symbol, my experience is uh, that many Swedes and many Europeans and also people from North America, they see a symbol where white symbolizes good and black symbolizes bad. And I don't know, is that some, would you, have you heard of this or would you see that, yeah. And uh, many Swedes would say that uh, we understand it in this way that without uh, some bad, we will not really appreciate what is good. And that is sort of how they um, they are combined this uh, yin and yang symbol. So when we see it we say of course good and bad and white is of course good and black is of course bad. However, this is not what the Chinese person sees. They don't see good and bad. They see something else and that is something we will come back to. I also want to show you here at the very beginning uh, something very interesting and that is a uh, The first chapter in this um, book called uh, sometimes Lao Tzu and sometimes the Tao Te Ching. Uh, And we can see uh, the first chapter, the first characters. And I will not even attempt to uh, pronounce it. But what is important is that we have this word. This is the, the Tao. And here we have it again. And here we have it again. We have it three times here. Six characters, this is the first sentence, three Dao. If we look at other translations, we can read that the Dao that can be trodden is not the enduring and unchanging Dao. That is one way of translating it, those six characters. The Dao that can be understood cannot be the primal or cosmic Dao. The way that can be described is not the absolute way. And I think I have one more. The Tao that can be told is not the eternal Tao. And I hope you notice that we have two, not three Tao. So what happened to the third one? Can anyone guess? What happened to the third Tao? No idea. It is here. The word Dao can be translated as way, and that is how most people translate it. The way that can be trodden is not the eternal way. The Tao that can be told is not the eternal Tao. And just as with this painting that I, wanted to, uh, that I showed you, uh, it is rather suggestive. The writing, the thinking, open up for multiple interpretations. It is not the clear-cut description. This is a wordplay. The Tau that can be Taud is not the eternal Tao. That is how we read it. So this is a word play. And this then is what we need to keep in mind when we move into the world of another type of thinking. This is more like poetry than uh, I don't know, Russell's philosophy or or Wittgenstein or something. Okay. If we continue, Uh, when when we said that we have this tradition of 100% this or 100% that and then we look at this symbol with the yin and the yang we see good and bad but they don't. It is a balance between this one and that one but honestly Who wants a balance between good and bad? Tonight, do you want to have a a good and bad evening or do you want to have a good evening? evening. Of course. I mean, it would be silly to, to assume that anyone wants a balance between good and bad or good and evil. And even in China, they want to have a good life. They want to be warm. They don't want to be tired. They want to have food. They don't want to experience some hard times. Not at all. They want to have a good time just like anyone. So, it is not a a balance between good and bad, it is a balance between forces. Uh, And the yin and the yang exist at the same time and go into each other just as they are part of each other. So where we see a, a polarity between this or that maybe we should rather see it as one. Like this. Yin is part of yang, just as much as yang is part of yin. And this one cannot exist without that one. And a silly parallel then could be, uh, if you think of a world with only uh, females, then uh, perhaps you will think, oh, that sounds good. But it will only be good for a few years, because you know, 100 years from now it will be empty. Without males there can be no females at at least not after 100 years it will be empty we everybody will be dead yin cannot exist without yang yang cannot exist without yin they go into each other that much just as a male and female together produce uh, life whereas we have this tradition where things can be 100 percent we have a tradition where whether or not you believe in heaven or hell, the words in themselves stand for something that is 100% something. A Chinese person or a person thinking in this way would find it very difficult uh, to understand this idea of 100% of absoluteness because it wouldn't make sense. What they strive for is balance, but of course again not balance between good and bad but rather balance between forces, balance between powers, balance between productive uh, uh, items that can produce well life or whatever. Uh, Maybe it is better to see them not only as complements but as one and uh, I think Uh, Maybe we can draw a parallel here, or rather I will sidetrack. So what what we're talking about still then is uh, the idea of balance and the idea of um, uh, avoiding the absolute. If we try to talk with a a person thinking in this way uh, and say that heaven is a place... I was going to sing the song, (laughs) but um, heaven is a place with only happiness and goodness. Then they would say, it's difficult to understand, because it cannot exist. The idea of 100% is a state of no balance, and therefore there is a seed of its destruction in it, it will not last. Uh, a man and a woman, are they opposites? Well, from one point of view perhaps they are, as from another point of view they're complements. Together they can produce. Uh, If we uh, sidetrack here, uh, we can see this avoidance of absolutes and the striving towards balance which brings harmony in uh, some uh, metaphors and we have uh, uh, this one, here we have water and as you saw in this picture we have if not water then we have mist often in uh, in art from, uh, the, from Asia, we you will find water and water is a very positive thing and you will find it in many texts and in poems and so on. Any ideas why water would be so positive? Uh, for life. Absolutely. More? No idea, (laughs) yep, necessary for life, clear, Um, and so on. But for our purpose here, we can see that the idea of water is positive because it does not force. There is a lot of force in water, but it does not force itself. Like this, here we have water running down, and then I suppose this would be a stone or something. Then the water runs here, but it doesn't stop saying that you are in the wrong place. I should be here, move. Water rather is flexible. And okay, then I'll go here, or that way. Uh, and if we take, now let me exaggerate, if we take, a, I don't know, a Swede, myself perhaps, and if I uh, run, ride my bicycle down the road and there is somebody standing in the way, tying his shoes, shoelaces, then I would say, move it, you're in the wrong place, this is my, uh, this is my lane. Whereas somebody with this kind of thinking, a water-ish thinking, would say, oh, well, I'll just take that side then, or that one. I don't have to force myself upon this. And in this sense, water is flexible. It moves, it bends, it flows. Another metaphor would be bamboo. And in a similar manner, bamboo is very positive in um, in art in uh, poetry and in as a metaphor uh, if we compare it to something that we have up here in the northern part of the world sweden we have pine trees then svenska tallen uh, and it stands there and it stands straight and tall and it does not bend and we have this tradition where we don't bend where we don't give in we have it from Old Testament prophets who stand up for the belief. And we have it, you know, Martin Luther King, um, whatever. We believe in something and we, we fight for it. We know what is right and we stand there and we don't bend. Do, do you know what I mean? That is something positive. Uh, he, he is, what would we say? Roger ryggen or "Rake ryggen. You know, things like that. We have expressions like that. Uh, and then the wind comes. A storm comes and uh, the tree stands there, I don't bend, and the wind blows harder and harder and the tree stands there, doesn't bend until it breaks. Bamboo, on the other hand, works in another way. The wind comes and the bamboo groves bend and it blows harder and it bends more and then it bends more. Until it stops blowing and whoops, it's back, You know, like like the Terminator, I'll be back, It, it comes back. In Swedish, we have uh, expressions um, that are negative. We would, we would call this behavior att vända kappan efter vinden. It is negative. Uh, in English, they would say to trim one's sails to every wind, to just to sort of follow trends, which would be the opposite of standing firm for what you believe in. Uh, in our tradition, to stand firm is positive. In China, they have similar expressions about bending, but they are positive. Uh, Being like, uh, I will come back, or sometimes the expressions about revenge, uh, yes, it's like this now, but I will return, I will stand up again. So where we see this as something negative, to bend, because we want it to be absolute. If you know that this is right, then you stand for it. They would see that as maybe not entirely wise, because Uh, you break. There is another wisdom in this and that is that okay now it's like this we bend but then we come back we rise up again. So another kind of logic instead of saying either or absolute or not at all we have a more flexible way like this symbol of the 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 yin and the yang Uh, it bends and it is fluid and sometimes more like this sometimes more like that. Sometimes it goes that way, sometimes it goes that way. It depends a bit. Uh, Finally, I would like to show you another example of this. A chart of our general directions. In um, uh, our part of the world, Sweden, Europe, we have four directions. We have um, North and South and West and East. And in China, they have... how many directions? No, but five. (laughs) They can only go to the left. (laughs) They have five, and the fifth one is in the middle. That is the fifth direction, where we are now. And this then is now, according to this argument of avoiding absolutes and striving towards balance and harmony, uh, a whole system of thought, where you can see it implemented basically all over society. Um, so, uh, and in our part of the world, we have from, you know, old times, we have a tradition of elements, and we talk about four elements, the four elements, the no four Uh and then you can probably guess that in China they have five, five. yeah. Why is this so important? Well, uh, for my purpose now, if we have a two or four, then I can do either or. If I have an uneven number, then I cannot. There is always a a, a third one or a fifth one that sort of disturbs that, that balances the two poles. Just as the yin and yang, don't look at them as two, look at them as one or three, but not two. Uh, In uh, uh, China, we have then, north and south and west and east, these directions also represent uh, days, uh, no, times of the day. And probably now you can easily guess that the north would be which part of the day? Night. Night. And south or day. And west. Come on, where the sun sets? Evening, yes, thank you. <laughs> and east of course morning. Uh, seasons, north would be winter, south would be summer, west uh, yeah, <laughs> and east springtime. The elements in a similar manner, north water, south fire, east wood, west metal and the fifth one, earth, in the middle. All this now, taken together, my uh, whole point, uh, is to show that where we uh, have a tradition, where we see a possibility of things being absolute, like heaven or hell, or you know other things. Think, we know what is right, we know what is wrong, and we stand for it. We have another mindset, we have another kind of logic. Uh, when when we look at things like this. Instead of seeing two, we see three. Instead of seeing a four, we see five. Instead of uh, saying that this is good and this is bad, we say that they are part of each other and not good and bad. The goodness is the balance in itself, because that brings harmony. And basically, that is all uh, that this lecture is about. To strive for balance brings harmony, and that is wisdom, and then we avoid the absolutes. Thank you all.